come with me, we're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I... I'm Matt. And I... I'm Kimbra. Dramatic pause. <laughs> and this is episode 80-something. I'm not going to commit anymore because we got it wrong like so many times. Anyway, thank you for tuning in if you're listening to the audio podcast or the video podcast here on YouTube. Uh, either way, thank you. Thank you for, for coming by. Uh, thank you for the comments that we've gotten about doing this as a video as well as an audio podcast. It has been positive. And the response has been nice, so we appreciate that. All right, so here we go. We are doing this next video podcast slash audio podcast. And before we get into our main topic, um, we actually have a couple emails, right? Um, I think we have we have two, but I think one of them we should hold off until we do the thing that they're requesting. Oh, okay. Something... You, you Something good? blobby this way comes. Are you good with that? I'm good with that. Yeah, we're okay. not ready for that. For that person, you know who you are. Uh, we're not ready for that yet, but uh, maybe next episode we'll okay. get to that. For the rest of you, we have one email to read today, which is kind of weird because it went to our, for some reason, even though this emailer emails us fairly frequently, mm -hmm. this one for some reason went to our spam folder. Yeah, I was, just found it. I was randomly looking through junk mail, looking for a specific email, and it was there from like like a week ago. I'm like, why didn't we get this? So, sorry, but here <laughs> it is now. <laughs> um, so it's from the Professor Travel, Scott. Um, and he says, to YouTube or not to YouTube? Mm. So, commenting on us. Switching over to or adding to we'll risk it over the like thing. This. Okay. Then we cha cha. Hey, Matt and Kimbra and the whole fantastic menagerie. As someone who engages in both YouTube and podcast, I find this a gratifying experience to reach both audiences. I will YouTube for walkthroughs and reactors. While I podcast for items I can listen to when I'm driving or walking, which is how I listen to Fantastic Cruising. First, a correction for Matt from the desk of Bessie the Bovine. Oh, Bessie. I thought, I thought we were past this, Bessie. All right, what does Bessie have to say? A few weeks ago, you mentioned that you were watching Star Trek The Next Generation and that Spock does not appear in that. This may be a spoiler alert, so please do not read if this is Kimbra. <laughs> well, I've, ar I've already read it. So Spock does appear in later seasons in a storyline trying Romulus. Oh, storyline tying Romulus and Vulcan. Yes, I forgot about that. But he's, I think, didn't Mary point that out too? Mary sent you a message, which you read, read aloud. I was going to say, that sounds familiar. So, so both of them caught that. Yes, but both neither of them, of them told me directly. No, but now and, you know. And but, now I know. now you know. But I mean, Scott sent the email to Fantastic cruising and we both get those emails that's so. true 
I, it's not that big of a spoiler, right? I mean, you know, I like Spock. Right, That's fine. Right. So yes, but he's not a regular character. Okay, that I'm I'm gonna die on that hill. He's not a regular character. All right. <laughs> oh, second, immerse in the fantastic sounds like a commercial for WandaVision, and I'm here for it. I hope you two have a brand of environmentally safe bubble bath as part of this. I mean. I mean, I know how to make environmentally safe bubbles. Well, that's not true. It does require a little bit of methane. Too much methane is bad, but it's good. It's a product that we're going to create no matter what. So, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. How about we stick with gu- bubbles from scuba? <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. Um, some er- other areas I like to talk with friends about for my love of cruising include. Testing out ports I may or may not want to go back to. Trying different cruise lines. You rarely have to unpack more than once. And you tend to make lifelong friends as opposed to people you may just pass in the hallway during a stay at resort. All good points. Yes. Yes. Thank you for your input. And if you guys have input out there, send them to fantasticcruising at gmail.com where we will probably read it on the podcast and uh definitely we will read it so unless it goes to the spam folder and we find it down the road luckily <laughs> we found this one rather timely it did and, and again it was only because i was looking for a specific email i knew was coming in so yeah if you email us and and it's not like something really rude that you would expect us to to censor out or omit which we never we've never gotten emails like that i just put that out there but if you do and we don't mention it on one of the upcoming podcasts like give us a two or three episodes uh then send it again and just tell say hey can you just respond to make sure that you got this just to just so that doesn't happen yeah because i'd hate to have that happen like we really do appreciate your input and we do love getting emails it gives us fun stuff to talk about on the podcast and so we definitely don't want to miss any of those yes be a missed opportunity indeed Uh, all right so lots of interesting things happening in the cruise world right now yeah um um, you know we'll we'll touch on a little bit of cruise news since we're getting closer to facts and not just speculation and that is that uh this the thing with the cdc is still going on to november 1st but we mentioned this last week the cruises are finding ways around that cruise lines are finding ways around that to make their home ports different spots throughout the caribbean the bahamas bermuda things of that nature and um, who knows? I, you know, I'm still hopeful that cruising will come back before November, since we have one booked in September. I'm very hopeful. Yeah. Uh, and and I and I feel I still I know there's been a lot of of negative feeling about you know the CDC not changing anything, which I get that, but you know I feel still like we're turning a corner, hopefully, with this stupid pandemic. And if that is a reality, you know, a couple months from now, we may be, everybody may be looking at everything a lot differently. Let's hope, fingers crossed, let's hope that that is the case. If it's not the case, then we may have bigger problems to deal with, which I don't want to even think about. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So that's, I, you know, I'm optimistic. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. hopeful. Yep. Now, we did plan a vacation. We've got something planned in June. Yes. A short something, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, my mom's coming down for for like a couple weeks, right? And during that, pardon me, during that time, we're gonna head up to St. Augustine, 
and stay there for a couple nights. Yeah, that'll little, be fun. Do a little St. Augustine stuff up there. So, so you know, find ways to vacation, find ways to enjoy yourself. Do it safely. Uh, do it respectfully of others. But, um, but yeah, you know, live your life a little bit here. We're hopefully at the end of this stupid thing. And we are both vaccinated. And as of when this podcast comes out, or technically within hours of when this podcast comes out, we will be at that point where we are supposed to have reached maximum immunity potential for our vaccine. Right. Meaning two weeks after we got the vaccine. So, exactly. So this exactly. Sunday is that two-week mark. Yes, which we are both very happy about as you've probably seen the headlines of what Florida is like right now. Yeah. And, and we work at a tourist destination. So uh, that has impacted us greatly and we feel much safer for being vaccinated. So. Yep. Uh, do what you guys need to do to, to stay safe. And uh, anything else before we get into it? Um, do you want to talk about, about our merch since you're wearing it? Oh, yeah. Um, if you don't know, we do have merchandise for sale. We have our Fantastic Cruising shirts. We have a few different designs. We have a couple Day of the Dead designs. Mm -hmm. And we have our scuba design with the dive flag one, which is which is a lot of people's favorites, one of my favorites. And, uh, yeah, you can get mug, you can get shirts, you can get a few other uh, odds and There's the Permade sticker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Permade. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Dan just got one of those. Right? Yeah. The Permade stickers. Uh -huh. Thank you, guys, for that. And uh, just a note out there to our patrons, we totally missed last month, but you are not forgotten. We are going to send last month with this month. Apologies for that. And um, we're going to give you a little bonus something to hopefully make up for that. So on top of your regular stuff that you would get, you will be getting a bonus. Yes. Bonus. The, the thing is, your, your postcards have been sitting on the desk, ready to send... Yeah, they we, just haven't been we sent. Had, we had plans that, that didn't exactly work out the way we wanted. And then, it, you know, life and everything happened. And we just, it, it, it just kept getting pushed off to where we're finally like, we're just going to send it with March. Yeah. So. It's coming. We haven't forgotten about you. And we do very much appreciate our patrons. So we just wanted to say a word there uh, about that. All right. Anything else? Um, no. Okay. What's today's topping? Topping. Yeah. Um, I like chocolate with maybe some chocolate sprinkles. You went donut. I was thinking pizza. Oh. <laughs> I, was, when, I was actually thinking cupcake. When, oh, cupcake. Okay. Chocolate. I mean, when, anything when with chocolate, says I think. topping, you think dessert? Apparently. You go straight to dessert? Okay. I guess. I go straight to pizza. I mean, well, what, do you, what do you guys go to? Do you guys go dessert, pizza, something else? What, what else do you put toppings on? I don't know. Now I'm a little upset that I didn't go pizza. I'm just saying. Can I know, take it back? I, I, and you know, I am in the pineapple camp. Just so you guys know, don't no hate mail, all right? But I am in the pineapple camp. So I like pineapple on I pizza. Know you do. I know you're a pineapple pineappler too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, and that, that reminds me too. Our friend Mallory and Andrew, they were talking about getting tent approval for their yard because oh, that's right. They're going to get hitched and stuff. That's the technical term for right, it, right? That's coming up. And she, she put a comment on Facebook that said, uh, just got approval from the tent company, woohoo, or something like that. <laughs> and and if you live in Florida or probably any of the southern, southeastern states, when you hear tent company, I don't know, 
maybe I shouldn't speak for other people, but when I hear tent company, I think termites and tenting a whole building. So I'm like, why is she getting term? Why is she excited about term? And then I realized she meant tent for the wedding. So uh, just speaking of things where, you know, different people interpret things different ways. But now I understand. Yes. So congrats to Mallory and Andrew. Yes, that's exciting. Yeah. Okay, now on to the main topic. What's our main topic for this week? Cruise lines. Cruise lines. Yeah. That's pretty vague. Yeah, all about them. The, the Basically, the major cruise lines and some, some general information about them and maybe a little more depending on how big they are. Look, the question we, we asked ourselves is, how many cruise lines are there right now? And that's a variable answer because what is a cruise line? So we had to set up some parameters and define what a cruise line was. And then we did some research, a lot of research really, and to, to try and figure out what the cruise lines are and uh, that are sailing still and, uh, and, and what they kind of look like in general, as far as, you know, their, when they were founded, let's see, how many ships in the fleet, uh, when their most recent ship was built, which is an interesting answer. We'll get into that a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, do they have any future ships coming to their fleet? Because it doesn't always mean being built. Coming to your fleet could be that you're buying ships from someplace else. Yeah. What's, what's your biggest passenger capacity ship? And uh, where in general do they do they sail? So uh, so what we did is we did as much research as we could. We found all the cruise lines that we were able to find, and we um, we came up with with a list. Yes, but what was how did we decide if it was good enough to be on our list? Basically, we said you have to be an actual cruise line. Because we discovered a whole new category of things called cruise ferries. Yes. I always thought the cruise ferry was the person that called you and offered you a a room upgrade for a really reasonable price. Apparently, there is a whole thing called the cruise ferry, which is popular in Europe. I think mostly in Europe, where you're only on this huge ship. Like some of the numbers that they could hold were rivaling the largest cruise ships. And... Lots of cars too, but the thing is, they're not holding. They they don't have staterooms because you're only on there for like a few hours while you travel from one spot to another. Cruise ferries. Some cruise ferry companies, um, I think, may have cruise ships too. I don't know. It's 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 confusing. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so you have to be a true cruise company, and you have to have at least one ship in your fleet that is capable of transporting a minimum of 1,000 passengers. So that was, that's where we set the bar. Yep. There are a lot of cruise companies that are very small, that have 200, 300, 500, 600 passengers, a lot of river cruises, things like that. We excluded those. Now, some companies that we will talk about have ships in those categories. Mm -hmm. We did count those as part of their fleet. But they had to have at least one ship that was uh, an ocean-going ship, and that could have a thousand people. So that was the other thing. It had to be, they had to sail on the ocean, at least sometimes. Which really wasn't was a non-factor because there are no cruise lines that we found that hold a thousand people that don't go on the ocean. Right. I mean, that would be kind of silly. Like, how how many people do you really want on a river cruise? 
Probably right. not 2,000 people. Probably not. On a river cruise. No. That just doesn't really make a lot of sense. So, so yeah. So, that's what we did. So, this is going to be the list, and we'll go over all these cruise lines. There were like 23, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will tell you their stats and tell you what we know about them, if we know anything about them. Because some of them are hard to find out information on. And, uh, yeah, that's our topic. Right. Do you want to start at the bottom of the list or the top? I think we should start at the top because I think we should cover the ones that people already know about. Okay. That makes sense. Most of those are going to fall at the top. The the way that we did this, for the most part, these are ordered in a way that um, their, their cruise lines take the most passengers like annually. However... Because we kind of grouped them together by bigger corporations, like Umbrella Corporations, not from Resident Evil, but from, you know, like Carnival Corporation and Royal Caribbean. So there are some smaller ones that got kind of thrown into the mix. But um, when we get past those big companies, then you'll start to see these smaller ones that kind of barely made it in. Yeah. And those are some of the more interesting ones, I guess, or rare ones. The ones that you probably don't know as much about. Yeah. We didn't know as much about them. So, yeah, so let's start with the big one. So, we started with, with Carnival Corporation. Um, so, of course, the top one on that list is Carnival. Carnival Corporation is the largest cruise company in the world. They have um, eight lines that meet the criteria. There's actually, I think, at least one more that didn't meet the criteria. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, yeah, they have a lot of ships, even though they've been scrapping them <laughs> recently because they've had to for financial reasons. They still have way more ships than anybody else. Like I've heard people say, oh, this company or this company is going to catch up with Carnival. Maybe Carnival Cruise Line, but not Carnival Corporation. Nobody's even close to them as far as numbers of ships. Yeah. So the first one is actually Carnival, not to be confused with Carnival Corporation. This is Carnival Cruise Line. Right. So this is the, you know, this is the stack with the red, white, and blue. And the whale tail. The whale tail. Yeah. So, all right. So when was Carnival founded? 1972. Oh, I was one year old. Oh, you're a carnival baby. That's what I got for my first birthday is carnival. Oh. Carnival Cruise Line. Okay. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know that. Oh, you knew that's what you got for your birthday? Oh, no. I just knew that that's when they found it were founded. No, I, I meant did you know that that was your first birthday present? No. I have no idea what my first birthday present was. It's, it was I bet your mom does. She probably does. I know I had a stuffed animal named Yucky Bunny. It wasn't Yucky Bunny when I got it. It became Yucky Bunny. It's a Yucky Bunny. I still have it. I know. I've but, seen but, it. And, and, uh, but and I, I won't touch I, it. I snuggled with that thing up until like fifth grade or something like that. But uh, I, I don't know if that was my first birthday. I, I feel like that maybe wasn't my first birthday, but it was one of my earlier birthdays. I know my first word was ball. Okay. Where the ball, there the ball. I was I, ironic since I'm such a sporty guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> totally into sports. Yeah. It should have been fish or snake or something like that, but it wasn't. It was ball, apparently. Hmm. What was your first word? Do you know? I have no idea. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll have to find it. We'll have to ask your mom. She'll know. Sure. Maybe. She'll know. She'll know. She'll know. Okay. She'll know. All right. How many ships are in the Carnival Cruise Line fleet currently? There, there are currently 23 ships. Sadly, that number has gone down in the last year. But they still have 23 ships, which is still the almost the most ships in any cruise 
line. They're, Royal actually has more ships in they do. their cruise line mm-hmm. now. So that's something that's a dynamic that's changed. And what's their most recent ship that is actually on the water? This is another thing. When we said, what's the most recent ship? We had to set up some rules for that because uh, there are a lot of ships that should be sailing, but they can't take passengers because of the pandemic. And then there are other ships that aren't really sailing yet. So to be the most recent ship, you don't have to have had taken passengers on a cruise. You just have to be ready to go. Like you should have already started if it weren't for the stupid virus. Yeah. So basically that would be the Mardi Gras because it was supposed to start in 2020. It didn't. But if 2020 was not 2020, the Mardi Gras would have been that ship. Yeah. And they have one ship currently being built that they've announced, mm-hmm. right? And that's another Mardi Gras. Well, they're not calling them Mardi Gras class. No, it's like the extra XL, XL yeah. class or something like that. Kind of breaking with tradition there. Right. And what is the, and, and that is their largest ship by far. So what is the max passenger capacity on that ship? 6,500. And that is passengers, not including crew. This was a little bit hard to interpret that information. Yeah, some of these numbers may be off slightly just because the information was not consistent. No. And if, by the way, if we give some wrong information here that we misinterpreted or just got wrong, let us know. Send us an email, fantasticcruising at gmail.com so we can correct that for everybody because we are not we are not proud. We will tell you when we make a mistake. Yeah. And, uh, and and most of the information that we pulled here was actually from Wikipedia. Yeah. So I think Wiki- so Wikipedia is not a source that you want to rely on for like your science information right. by itself. But it, it I think it's good enough for it's it works lines. for my pod for for my podcast for our. Podcast. I always I always tell young people because I you know I teach some high school age students and one of the things I try and do is help them to try and understand how to find good factual information because obviously if you follow Facebook or any social media or anything there's a lot of bad information out there one of the things I tell them is you know Wikipedia is not wrong well sometimes it is wrong but it's not a wrong way to go it's a good starting point and then look at those references and then you know check multiple sources anyway um, where does Carnival Line sail? Everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Anywhere where there's cruises, you will pretty much find a carnival ship. There may be a couple exceptions, but for the most part, they are a worldwide cruise line. Who's next on our list? Mary Miller? Princess (laughs) Cruise Line. Princess Mary Miller. I think they should name a ship after her. Princess Mary Miller? The Mary Miller. The... Princess Mary Miller. Princess Miller. Princess... It's Mary Princess. Princess Oh, yeah. That's right. The Mary Princess. See, that works! The Mary Princess. I love it. All right. So, I want to be a princess. Well, you got to start cruising the, the, that line. Then it could be the, the Kimbra Princess. Okay. You that, doesn't, that doesn't have as good of a ring to it as Mary Princess. Wow. Just saying. The Mary Princess just sounds appropriate. Does it not? It's because my name is not as exciting. Your name's very unique and exciting. It just... It just doesn't you know, work with princess. The Kimbra Explorer. That would be a different cruise line, but... Kimber like, Expeditions. That's more, yeah, Kim, Kimber Expeditions. <laughs> so I'm one of those small cruise we, lines that doesn't count. We were almost Fantastic Expeditions. That was one we of the were, names that was, in the uh-huh. pool when we were trying to come up with our names. So. It was. But we, we uh, decided that wasn't the way to go. When was Princess 
founded? 1965. And how many ships currently in the Princess fleet? 14. Now, Princess, if you're not familiar, is a little bit on the hoity-toity side for Carnival. It's one of their kind of nicer lines, fancier mm-hmm. lines. Fits with the word Princess. And uh, we hear lots and lots of really good things about this cruise line. Obviously, we talk about our, our listener, Mary, and she sails Princess and has, has been on the podcast, uh, giving us a lot of information. So one of them that I really want to try. I was surprised that they had 14 ships. Did you know they had? I didn't. I didn't think. I thought they'd have like seven or eight ships. I've done the training. No, so you knew. I knew. Well, there you go. There you go. (laughs) And then, um, what is their most recent ship? That is the Enchanted Princess. The Enchanted Princess. Yeah. You think beans on it? (gasps) Maybe. (laughs) If that's a little reference to the animated series Enchanted Enchantment. Isn't it disenchantment? Disenchantment. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Let's move on. All right. So how many ships are being built for the princess? They have three ships. Not necessarily being. I think some of these are just kind of in the works and not necessarily being built yet. But they they haven't planned. They've announced them. They they have. They're going to make three future ships planned. Barring like a worldwide pandemic or something. Or maybe not. Yeah, so three ships on order, and they're now they because they're a fancier cruise line. Sometimes fancier cruise lines are going to have lower passenger levels because that's part of making the experience more exclusive is having less crowd. And so that doesn't necessarily mean they have smaller ships. I just wanted to clarify there. What is their maximum passenger load on any of their ships? Three thousand six hundred and sixty. It's a good size ship. That's a pretty big ship yeah i mean if you get over 2000 i think you're a pretty decent sized cruise line if you hit the 3000 number that's big when you start getting above like 4000 that's huge so princess just like carnival cruise line worldwide they're in asia they're in europe they're in mediterranean they're alaska they're caribbean they're all over the place if there's cruising there's probably a princess ship that goes there so I'm distracted. Our Tegu is over here, Luna, and she is um, being move, cute. moving around. She pokes her head up over the, the little wall and looks at us. You see a little tongue flick up and stuff like that. <laughs> so she's watching us on the podcast. All right, moving on. Who's next? Next we have Costa. Costa. Now, Costa is, is more active in Europe as far as, so, so people are more familiar with them in Europe, but they are a Carnival Corporation cruise line. Mm-hmm. And when were they founded? 1854. Now, let's clarify what this means, okay? Because there were not cruises, per se, in 1854. But some of these companies, many of these companies, started as a shipping company or some other some other form of transport or transportation, and then they sort of evolved into the cruising industry. So we decided to just put when the company was founded. That doesn't mean that's when they started cruising. Right. And and uh, how many ships in their Costa fleet? They have 13. So... A pretty good number. Yeah, I mean, 14, 13... I mean, Carnival Corporation lines have a lot of ships. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what is their most recent ship? That would be the Costa Ferenz. I would, I would say Ferenz. Ferenz. It makes me think of Harry Potter. I, I want to say Costa is Italian. So it might be an Italian... I don't know. It does sound Maybe. like... 
Like, Ferenz. Yeah, well, the the centaur in Harry Potter Ferenzi? is Ferenzi. Ferenzi. How and it's we, spelled... We don't, we don't know how to say it. It's spelled almost the same way. Okay, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I don't know. How many ships do they have on order or being built or One. Coming? One. Uno. One. So, okay. And their largest ship will house... Well, 4,200. 4,200 passengers. Pretty big mm-hmm. size ship. And um, where do they cruise? Everywhere. Yeah. So Costa, you could see a Costa ship in the Caribbean or something like that. But I don't think you could easily get onto one in the United States. Is that the one that I couldn't find? No, that no. was Ada. Yeah, there, I, there may be exceptions to that, but for the most part, you're you're not going to get onto a Costa. Is it Costa or Costa? I think I feel like it's Costa, but it might. be I Costa. don't know. Anyway, my fifth grade teacher's name was Mr. Costa, but um. Anyway, uh, they they do sail worldwide, but um, you may not have as much luck finding a cruise in the United States. If I'm wrong about that, let me know. FantasticCruising at gmail.com. The next one is a ship, a cruise line that we see occasionally when there's cruise line cruises coming to the port by the aquarium in Tampa. We see one of these ships on occasion, and it is Ada, A-I-D-A. Yes. Which is, uh, you can, I think, get onto an Ada ship. Maybe in the U.S., but they cater to German people. So it's it's a German-speaking mm-hmm. cruise line, but they do cruise. We're going out of order a little bit. They do cruise worldwide, mm-hmm. so they're not in Tampa every week like some of the other lines are, but they're they're here regularly enough. But they're, they're typically like longer cruises. Right. It's not like a four or five night cruise. It's like a... Many week cruise. Yeah, which is so most of them are you're going to get on there over probably in Europe and then head to other destinations. Yeah. People in other countries just get more vacation than we I do, guess. I feel like. Yeah. Or it's easier for them to get that vacation. I don't know. Oh. But we're living in the wrong country if that's the case. Anyway, what when was Ada formed? 1960. 1960. All right. So that seems to be, you know, the 60s, 70s, that's when cruising sort of, sort of, I think that's its birth. I mean, there were obviously, there were cruise lines like the titanic before that but they were more about transferring people from point a to point b than they were just pleasure cruises you just spit thank you (laughs) that probably wouldn't have shown up on camera so thank you for pointing that out so everybody knows (laughs) sorry um how many shifts do they have they have 14 so that also surprised me because you know probably just my own ignorance living in my little bubble and only seeing the one ship i'm like well there probably aren't that many no there's 14 yeah and uh their newest one was built in 2018 it's the ada nova they have two ships being planned or being built and uh and their larger ship and this is crazy 6654 passengers this is a huge that's ship. a big ship it's a monster ship and they do sail, uh, like we mentioned, they're worldwide. Mm-hmm. All right, what's next? Next, we have Holland America. And I've been on this line. And when were they formed? 1873. Which is actually still after many of their cruisers were born. After many of them. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> Look, they, if this is definitely a cruise line that caters to 
an older demographic. And I've got no problem with that. In fact, there are some big perks to sailing with uh, with seniors. So uh, that is not a complaint at all. But uh, it does change the dynamics of the cruise quite a bit. And I don't know if that's the case in all of their sailings worldwide because they do sail worldwide. But the one that I was on was one of their newer ships. And it was only a few years old when I sailed on it. And it was a big ship. And it was fancy. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous ship. But uh, that ship was closed down at by 9 o'clock. I mean, they didn't close, hmm. but there was nobody there. Like, you'd walk through the nightclubs, and it was like chirping crickets huh. and stuff. So it was it was, it was was a different feel for a cruise, but not a, not a bad thing. And everybody was up at 4 or 5 in the morning ready for their coffee and breakfast. Probably. I wasn't up <laughs> that early. But, yeah. How many ships does Holland America have in the fleet? Ten. Ten ships, and the most recent one is the MS New Statendam. Yeah, built in 2018. I have to say it like that because it's N-I-E-U-W. So That's how they spell most of their ships. I mean, I think it's just new. But, yeah, it is. But, it is. But I have to, you know, new. Most of their ships have that in their name. Yeah. Like the new Amsterdam. I know. The, yeah. But it's it's just funny how it's spelled. I just like to add all the extra, extra. <laughs> and how many ships do they have on order? One. One. What's their max capacity? 2,650. So again, you are getting, a, even though you're getting a bigger ship, you're getting a, a smaller amount of passengers. So you're getting a kind of, depending on your perspective, perception of that i guess a maybe classier more intimate experience less crowds but some people like the crowds they want that party atmosphere that's not going to happen as much on a home america ship and they do sail worldwide you can find them all over the place and what's the next one next we have p and o both of them p and o when was p and o formed kimbra 1977 1977, that's the year Nevermind the Bullocks came out. Five people got that. Anyway, uh, how many ships does P&O have in their fleet? Six. Six. Now, if you're thinking, that ain't right, mate, there's a reason. We'll get into that in Just a second. Just wait. But they, they probably already know that. And then when is their, when's their most recent ship? When was it from? What is it called? Um, it is the Iona, um, which is a 2020 ship, so has not sailed yet. But it's ready to. It's ready to go. Wants to jump in, make a splash. And how many do they have on order? One. And what's their maximum capacity? 5,206. Where do they sail? Europe and the Caribbean. Primarily. Yeah. That doesn't mean they can't sail anywhere else, but primarily. And then we have P&O Australia. So kind of split the company. Mm -hmm. But remember, these are all still Carnival Corporation cruise lines. And P&O Australia was formed in? The 1980s. That's when it kind of became, this one I think we, that's when it kind of became a cruise company in Australia. Yeah, that's when it, basically they decided to, because I think they were, they were doing sort of cruises to Australia and then they decided to specifically dedicate some of their, their ships and stuff specifically to Australia. So then they created P&O Australia. And they have how many ships, did you say? Three. Three ships in their fleet, and their most recent one? Is the Pacific Encounter. Ooh. When, when did that one? 2002. 
And how many do they have on order? None. None. Zero. Nil, as they say, probably in Australia. And uh, how many max passengers? 2,600. So I guess smaller ships maybe? Yeah. And, um, and where are these guys sailing primarily? Australia and New Zealand. Makes sense, right? So, yeah, Pino Oz. And what's the next one on there? Next we have Cunard. Cunard? When was Cunard established? 1836. Wow. How many ships? Three. And their most recent? Is the Queen Elizabeth. From? From 2010. Now, this is the company that has the Queen Mary, too. Uh-huh. And the Queen Mary, which is now a hotel on Long Beach, I believe. Scott, correct me if I'm wrong. And that is... Um, Formerly one of their ships. I don't know if they still own it, but I know it's just a hotel now. It doesn't like yeah. sail or anything for the most part. Uh, what else? Let's see. How many ships on order? One. And what's their capacity? 2,547. This cruise line has a lot of history, which is really interesting. And uh, they sail all over the world. Everywhere. All around the world. Okay, that is all the Carnival Corporation ships, or lines, I should say. Now we move on to Royal Caribbean, the second largest cruise company, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. in the world. And uh, they don't have as many lines, though. They really have only two that made the the R qualification list. They have more than that, but only two of them made it on here. Others are teeny tiny. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the first one is Royal Caribbean. Yes. So Royal Caribbean, part of Royal Caribbean Cruises Limited. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and when was Royal Caribbean founded? 1968. Okay. And uh, number of ships? 24. So this is the most ships of any cruise line now that Carnival scrapped its fan- all of its fantasy collection. Well, not all of them. Not all of them. A lot of them. More than half, right? Got rid of a lot of ships. Yeah. Due to the pandemic, which is sad because they had just updated a lot of those. Yeah. But, um, okay. And uh, the newest ship from Royal Caribbean? Is the Spectrum of the Seas from 2019. Pretty new. That's one of their Oasis-class ships, so it's huge, very fancy. Um, They have three in the works. No, they don't. They have six in the works. (laughs) Wrong row. Uh, Six (laughs) ships coming down the pipe, and uh, their largest ship can hold around 5,622 passengers and Royal Caribbean is a worldwide cruise line. Most people are familiar with Royal Caribbean, just like they're familiar with Carnival, these people that listen to this podcast. Um, but maybe a little bit less familiar, probably have heard of, a little less familiar with Celebrity, which is also Royal Caribbean. Now, I always say Celebrity is sort of the princess of Royal Caribbean. Yes. So they're, that's their I mean, of, it's look at its name. It's a little more high class. Princess. So one is like royalty. The other one is like pop culture royalty. Yeah. Celebrity. And when did celebrities start? Well, celebrity was my birth present. <laughs> this is what you got for your birthday? This is what I got for being, being born. born. Okay. Not only was Kimber birthed, but this cruise line was birthed. Now well. everybody's going to know exactly how old I am. Not that it matters. It's 1988. 1988. And how many ships does Celebrity have? 14. Hmm, okay, that's a fair yeah. fair number. And their newest ship? Is the Celebrity Apex, which will hopefully be sailing in 2021. 
<laughs> but it's from 2020. It is. It is a 2020 ship. This is the cruise line that I am most chomping at the bit to get onto. I'm really fascinated by the Celebrity Edge, and I'm sure the Celebrity Apex as well. Mm-hmm. And I really, really want to get on those ships. They are a little more pricey, just like, you know, you, but you get what you pay for kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Apex... The Apex has the edge thing, too. Yeah, the edge is not... The edge thing is not what is most oh. intriguing to me. Like, that's fine, but that's kind of gimmicky to me. I don't really care that much about that. I'm more excited about some of the other things on the celebrity ships. Got One, it. I want I want to experience kind of the hoity-or-toity-or experience. Well, yeah. But also that... Uh, I can't think of the name of it right now. Is it called Eden or... Yes. Eden. Yeah. I think I think this some is some of the bars and restaurants sound. I think really this is the cruise line we need to get my mom and Rob on. Yeah. This yeah. I mean Princess well, Princess will be good yes, too. But this is the one that I think is going to sell them this on cruising. Like, this I think your mom's more princess and Rob's more celebrity. I don't know. My mom would love that Eden thing. You think? Oh absolutely. Okay. I mean I think they would I think they She's, would like either she, one. But, yeah. Okay. I, I think okay. I think this is what we need to get my mom and Rob on. Okay. All right. So they have how many ships in the works? Three. Three. Which is what you tried to say last time. Yes, but I was reading the wrong row. Now we've got our ducks in a row or our ships in a row, as the case may be. (laughs) What is their largest capacity? 3,046. And they do sail. Worldwide. Yes. So what's next on there? We're, We're done with Royal Caribbean Cruise Limited, Cruises Limited. Yep, just the two on our list. And we're on to Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings, which also has two that made the cut. And what is the first one? Norwegian. I've also, I've sailed on Norwegian. And uh, uh, when did they start? 1966. Same year the Miami Dolphins started. Oh. So look at that. All these connections here. Okay. Uh, And... um, how many ships do they have? They have 17. Lots of ships. Norwegian yeah. is really focused. They've they've been really knocking new ships out in recent years. Our most recent one is 2019, the Norwegian Encore. Yes, and they have they have 6 in the works. 6 ships coming down the the track and their largest ship actually I thought that they would they, this would be a higher number, but because they their ships are huge. But the largest ship does have a capacity of 4,002 passengers, and they are a worldwide cruising company. Norwegian is another one that I was on an older Norwegian ship. I really liked it, but I was informed by people on that ship who sail Norwegian that this was not the standard for Norwegian. Uh, Some of their newer ships, like the Encore, uh, they look really interesting, and they they definitely are um, a step away a very solid step away from the cruising norm but as we'll get to there's other cruise lines that step even further away from that and what's their other line it is oceania which always reminds me of my mom yes because that's her email yeah yeah a part of it yes and and when did they start 2002 okay 2002 so it's a newer one they have how many ships in the fleet six and their most recent ship is the 2012 Riv- Rivera? Riviera? Riviera. I can I can read. Now, um, Oceana has two ships on order. They are a smaller cruise line, so they barely made the cut. Like, their max capacity ship is 1,250, so they just 
squeaked by by mm-hmm. a couple hundred people or so. They do sail worldwide. So this is if if um, if Celebrity and Princess are second tier ships, then Oceana is probably like a third tier ship. Uh, for Royal Caribbean, there's a cruise line I believe called Crystal, which is kind of in this category, but they didn't make the cut or maybe they did make the cut no crystal belongs here oh that's a different never mind i'm thinking of a different one yeah then. under royal caribbean that's azamara azamara that's it that's it but they didn't they didn't have enough passengers to make no the list they, i think they were at like 700 yeah you come on 700 isn't going to get it done yep all right what's next is the mediterranean shipping company or as most of you know it msc cruises they are a uh Newcomer on the cruising block. Now, they've actually been around a long time, but we did put when they really started the cruise part, right? So that was what year? 1989. There's your first year birthday that present. Was, thank you, MSC. <laughs> How many ships does MSC have? 16. And when was their most recent ship? Um, it is the MSC Virtuosa, and it is a 2021 ship, so it is ready now. Brand spanking it's, new. It's Yes. This is the newest cruise ship we have on the list that's actually it, um, sailing. It, basically, it became ready to sail in February of 2021, which was last, last month. month. Yeah. So there you go. How many ships do they have on order? 11. MSC is building fast. Yeah. They're ready to compete. And um, how many passengers, maximum passengers? 4,842. So they have some big ships, too. They have yes. some older, smaller ships, but they have some big ships, they do sail worldwide, and I will tell you, they are in it to win it. Like, they have hit the American market more recently, but they hit it hard and fast. They got a lot of heat at first because they were still trying to sell Mediterranean cruises to Americans, and that didn't work very well. I thought it sounded cool. They had, like, opera. I'd rather hear yeah. opera than pop music. But anyway, I know I'm an outlier. So... They, because of that, maybe, I don't know, their cruises are super cheap, super, super cheap. And you are getting value for that super cheap cost. So they are growing fast. Hopefully this pandemic won't slow that down because there's some interesting stuff coming out of that company. Yeah. Speaking of interesting, what's the next one? Virgin Voyages. Talk about stepping to the left. These guys are like across the street. Uh, Virgin Voyages breaking all the rules. And poor Virgin Voyages, you know, their most recent ship, their only ship that would be sailing now is the Scarlet Lady from 2020. They just can't get a break, man. People were so anxious to get on that ship and then it just keeps getting pushed back. But we know that they are going to be sailing as soon as cruising is allowed. And it sounds like this fall is when they think they're going to be cruising. They're feeling pretty confident because people are booking on that cruise line. Some people you may know. So, uh, yeah. So, Virgin Voyages started in? 2014. They have how many ships in the pipe? In the pipe. Like, current? Like, One. coming down the pipe. Coming oh, down the coming door. up. On order. Three. It's slang. And it's podcast I, slang. In the pi- I, I know at least one of them, I think, is going to be ready next year. Cool. So. Yeah. Now, they're going to be doing... Right now, their Scarlet Lady is slated to really just sail the bahamas and caribbean Caribbean. but their next ship i think is targeting the mediterranean yes so they're 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 taking baby steps but they're really trying to turn cruising on its head i think it's going to be positive stuff that comes out of it 
I don't know how much they're throwing a lot of stuff at the wall. I don't know how much stuff is going to stick, but I think it's going to be really interesting yeah. when it happens. And they have the maximum capacity on their ship is 2,700. And right now they are pretty much restricted to the Caribbean. Again, doesn't mean they can't sail anywhere else, but that is their mainstay. What's yep. next? Next is the Bahamas Paradise. Which is a small cruise line that hopefully will survive all of 2020 and 2021. Yes. They When did they start? 2014. Fairly new company. They're not building ships. We're getting into the cruise lines now that are not building their own ships. They're buying ships from these bigger companies when they retire them. And they're repurposing them for their own cruises. That's what Bahamas Paradise is doing. And they have how many ships? They only have one. They since, had two before yep, this mess. They had they had to scrap one. So they've got one. They're holding on to it. And they were both Carnival Corporation They ships. were, yeah. Uh, they kept, the one they kept, I don't remember if that's the Carnival or the, I think the other one was a Costa, Costa ship. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't look at which one they kept. Anyway, uh, Bahamas Paradise, the most recent one is the Grand Classica from 1991. That's when, that's not when they got it, that's when... It was built mm -hmm. for Carnival Corporation. They don't have any schedule to, to add to the fleet. Uh, that ship is older. It only holds about 1,308 people, and it is very, very limited. It only sails to the Bahamas. So for the most part, it goes from Miami, or is it Fort Lauderdale? I think it's Fort, maybe Fort Lauderdale. Um, I to, think Fort Lauderdale. It's one of the two. Yeah. Down to either Freeport. It was just Freeport, but I think it also goes to Nassau. One of the ships went to Nassau. The other one went to Freeport. So we'll see what happens when things start back up again. Um, look, they're, they're a small company. They're fairly inexpensive. They're not going to be the same experience you get on some of the bigger lines, but they have really been um, a player that's tried to help with like things like hurricane relief and stuff. Like they've been, they've done their due diligence. They deserve some respect. Yeah. So moving on, we're getting to another big corporation that owns. We've got three cruise lines that are under this one that mm -hmm. made the list, made the cut. And that is the Genting Hong Kong Corporation. Yes. And what what's on this one? So the first one on this one is Dream Cruises. When did they form? 2015. Okay. How they, many do they got? They have three ships. And their most recent one is the 2017 World Dream. There you go. They got two on order or two coming to them. Two in the works. Uh, I don't remember with this one. They might be building their own. Um, I think, no, they're no, not building they're their not. own. This is the one that those two were supposed to belong here. And then Genting decided to give them here. Okay. So, they're, so they they're, are they're moving around within their lines. Yes. Okay. Uh, and they so they have two on the way. Their biggest ship is holds about three thousand three hundred seventy six passengers, and they are primarily an Asian cruising company. So their focus is on Asia. And then what's the next one? Next one is Star Cruises. Star Cruises. And when was this one founded? Nineteen ninety three. A little bit older than the other one. How many ships? Four. Most recent. Um, was built in 1993. It is the Superstar Aquarius. Superstar. I love that movie. I've never seen it. You've never seen, no, it? never seen it? Oh, well, I have it. We'll Those watch of you it. listening in, I did the armpit thing, if that makes sense. 
And and that is yes, yeah, so the age of Aquarius. They're not planning on any new ships at the moment. Their biggest ship holds 2,156 passengers, and they are also based in Asia. So they're primarily sailing to Asian ports, from what we could tell. Yes. Again, if we get this wrong, because some of these cruise lines are really hard to interpret where they went, uh, let us know, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. We would love to know if we are incorrect. Uh, what's the last one part of the Hong Kong... Uh, the Genting Hong Kong group. That is Crystal Cruises. There we go. There's Crystal Cruises. For some reason, I thought there was this was different. But anyway, when did they form? 1988. Look at all the cruise lines you got on your birth year. I know. I'm that awesome. Okay. Well, anyway, how many ships does Crystal Cruises have? Ten. Ten? Ten ships? And uh, when's the most recent one they acquired? Um, well, it was built in 2003. It is the Crystal Serenity. That's a pretty new ship for them to acquire from another cruise line. Yeah. So, 2003, I mean, that's a lot newer than some of the Carnival and stuff. So. Mm -hmm. uh, and they have two that they are planning to move in. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, these are smaller ships, though. They barely, barely, barely made it. 1,040 is their largest capacity. Most of their Which ships... Which I think is that, that Crystal Serenity. I think all of the others are a lot smaller yeah. ships. And they do, I think, some... River cruises yes. too. A lot of their ships are river cruise ships. As we get to the end of the list here, you'll you'll see that come up a little more frequently. They do sail though North America, Caribbean, Europe, Greenland, Mediterranean. So they do get around quite a bit. Hmm. Not like that. <laughs> anyway, moving on. We're on to the next cruise line, which is the Morella. Cruises, formerly, did I just skip a bunch? I just skipped a bunch. Yeah, what? You just skipped like four. Did I go too far? No, okay, all right. No. All right, going <laughs> back up. We're not quite as far as I thought. We're still close to the end. What's the next cruise line? You may have heard of this one. Disney. Disney. You knew they were going to get on there sometime. Well, they don't have a ton of ships, right? They have how many? They have four current ships. They, they, they started in 1996. Okay. And their newest ship is the 2012 Disney Fantasy. But they do have three ships come in, in. Yes, they do. And I think some of those are like some of the other cruise lines. They, they have the new fuel source. Uh -huh. um, so they have to build the port for that and stuff. They do have a big ship that holds 4,000 people. Mm -hmm. And they do, they kind of do, they do Alaska. They do Caribbean. They do different parts of Europe. Uh, I don't think they've gone to asia australia middle east anything like that mm -mm. that i'm aware of but um but they're fairly worldwide they're not everywhere now the next one is tui cruises tui and when was this one started 2007 interesting and uh and now this kind of split off from another one we're going to get to in a little bit or they split this one up or something i don't know tui's got an interesting History. Yeah, well, TUI is owned 50-50 by TUI something. It was TUI something and Royal Caribbean. So they do partly, they are partly owned by Royal Caribbean yeah. Corporation. So just to point that out. And they have how many ships? They have seven ships. And their newest one? Is the 2019, is it Main Shift? Mine. Mine they're, Shift. They're German. Mine Shift 2, which is? My Ship. My ship. They probably pronounced 
to with the German word, not pronounce it, but say it as a German. I don't know what's to in German. Un, oh, un, I should know this. I, I don't know. We can ask to, our friend over here. That's okay. No, because everybody else. Everybody there, else will turn like, on. We know what it is. <laughs> Ein Swine. Anyway, I don't know. It's two in German, whatever that whatever that is. How many ships do they have coming? Three. Three, and their biggest ship will hold? 2,790. And they are primarily sailing around? Europe. There you go. Next on the list? We have the cruise and maritime voyages. That's quite a mouthful. Cruise and maritime. Come sail with cruise and maritime voyages. It's just... They need to come up with something better. It's, yeah, it's not real catchy. CMB, that sounds like something you turn in to get a job. So, I don't know. Uh, when did they start? 2009. Okay. And how many ships? Ten. Their most recent ship? Is a 1993 Vasco da Gama. Vasco da Gama. All their ships are named after, or most of them are named after explorers. They've got like the Magellan and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're mostly smaller ships. There's 10 ships. A lot of them are very small. Yeah. Not too many of them made the cut. Uh, but they do have two ships in the works or coming in. And um, their biggest ship does hold 2,020 people. So they do have a little bit of big ships. A little bit of big ships. And they do a lot of long voyages. So they are worldwide. They're like all over the place. Some of these smaller cruise lines, some of the advantages of them especially the ones that didn't make the list, is they can hit ports that the big cruise lines can't get to because of the smaller size. So that can be kind of cool, but they're usually a lot more pricey as well. All right, what's next here? Next we have the Celestial Cruises. Celestial, spelled with a Y. Yes. And when did they start 1935. It was in the stars. And uh, how many ships do they have? They have three. Okay, and the most recent one? Um, was built in 1993, the Celestial Experience. All right, and then they have more coming? No. Not at the moment? No. And they have their biggest ship, 1,664, and these guys are also... Worldwide. All around the world. Yep. A, lot, a lot of these last ones are going to be places that'll do long, longer trips, so they'll hit a lot of different things, but they may not have... Like some of the bigger lines, they'll have consistent... You know, this ship goes to these ports, and then the next week it goes to these ports, and then it goes back to these. This is not going to be necessarily that way for a lot of these other cruise lines. They're going to be a lot more fluent, fluid, and not fluent, fluid in how they do their itineraries. Who's next? Next is Morella Cruises. Formerly TUI. But not the same TUI that we talked about earlier. They are separate. It's confusing. Because there's like the TUI, like overall parent company, like Carnival Corporation. And I don't remember what it's called. TUI something. And then there's TUI Cruises. So they are separate things. And when did this one start? 1973. Okay. Uh, And how many ships? They have four current ships. And their most recent? Was built in 1996. It is, um, there's two of them. The Morella Discovery and the Morella Explorer. Both former Royal Caribbean ships that were repurposed. And this is the one, is this the cruise line that has the um, the Monarch of the Seas? And it's what well, it did, and then they scrapped yeah. it. Which was my first cruise ship, was the Monarch of the Seas. They sold it to this cruise line, and then, of course, with the pandemic, it got scrapped, sadly. They do have one ship that, 
Why do we write repurpose there? I think because we started at the bottom of the list, and that was before we discovered that most ships ah, came from others. Gotcha. <laughs> we worked up. Uh, and th their larger ship capacity is 1,924. They do sail around the world. Next up is our friend Fred. Fred Olsen Cruise Line. I mean, if you're going to have a cruise line, why not just name it after yourself? Like Kimber Cruise Line? Kimber Schaefer Cruise Line. That sounds stupid. Does it? It'd be like KSC. It's almost like KSC. <laughs> Great. <laughs> It'd be the... The Matt Allen Cruise Line would be M-A-C. Mac. Mac. There's already a Mac company. Yeah, yeah. all right, all right. How so about the Fantastic Cruise Line? There we go, there we go. All right, when did Fred Olsen start? 1966. And how many ships? Five. And they're a British company, by the way. And then their biggest, their most recent one is the 2006 Brab Brabant. 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 They got nothing coming right now. Their biggest ship... Holds only 1,380, and they are, from what we could tell, they're pretty much limited to the UK. Mm -hmm. So there you go. I don't know if that's accurate. That seems like, is there that much cruising in the UK? Maybe they're just. I don't know. Let us know if you know. The four ships sail in the UK, it seems like a lot. I mean, there's, um, there's that Harry Potter cruise that sails right around only the UK because it's yeah, Harry that's Potter like based. A, that's a river cruise. Is it? Yeah. It's, oh. river. it's very small. That's like 200 and something people or something like that. Okay. Anyway. Well, sales in the UK. Well, you didn't know that. So uh, It's what's... because I couldn't afford it, so I just didn't <laughs> even look. What's the next one? Uh, the Phoenix Ryzen. Spelled the German way, Ryzen. The Phoenix Ryzen. And when, and then when did this company start? 1988. And uh, how many ships? They four. Got? Ryzen. They have four ships, Ryzen. It's my pathetic German <laughs> accent. The newest ship is the 1998 Deutschland, and uh, they have nothing in the pipe. They ha their biggest ship holds 1,260 folks, and it is a worldwide cruising place. Mm -hmm. They do the long voyages and such. And our last cruise line is an honorable mention. Yeah, because technically it does not qualify. It doesn't make the cut. It's funny because we made the parameters as the first cruise line we looked up. There were some below it. There were lots above it. We picked this one. happened to be the, the last on the list of what we were re referencing for this. And, um, well, they were built in 19... They started in 1996. They have... They have two ships. And their newest one... Is the 2020 Spirit of Adventure. So it's, we should probably tell them who it is. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Saga Cruises. Saga. Saga. Uh, here's the problem. Their biggest ship holds... 999. 999 people, man! They just missed it by one person! We had to cut them some slack, let them in. Come on, 2020's been rough. 2021's not looking great. What? <laughs> just, just listening Come to on, you. Come on, man! I don't know, that's like my... I don't know, is that like, that's not really a surfer voice. I don't know what voice that is. No, I don't know what that is. Like my burnout voice. Oh, come on, man. Let's just let them in. 999 people, man. It's one more. It's one more. Just give them a one for, you know, just showing up to the table. Just let them in. I mean, if you sneak don't be in. a jerk, man. Sneak in a baby it. There you go. <laughs> Maybe they're just pregnant. There we go. <laughs> 
they do sail through uh, primarily Europe and the Mediterranean. Yes. And that is our list. It's a long list. If we missed something, did we miss a cruise line? Did we get something wrong? Let us know. FantasticCruising at gmail.com. Have you sailed on any of these cruise lines outside of the, the big ones, you know, that we, that we always talk about here in the States? Let us know. What are they like? Tell us. Inform us. We want to learn from you while you learn from us. Yes. Speaking of learning, you know what time it is? Yes. <laughs> Let's try that again. Speaking of learning, do you know what time it is? Yes. What time is it? It's Cruise Creature time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, today's cruise creature is the Barracuda. Barracuda. That was my first rock concert. Thank you, Charlie and Bev. Yeah, it was good. I didn't know who they were at the time. Had to like listen to the cassette because that's what we did then. We listened to cassettes, and uh, it was Passion Works. That was the album that they were touring on, and they were at Six Flags. I had never been to a, a rock concert or any kind of. Well, I think I'd gone to like Crystal Gale with my mom. That doesn't really count. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was it was cool. I still love Heart. Like I'm not really a classic rock guy. Like I, some of it's okay, but I really like Heart, especially old Heart, Magic Man. You know. Anyway. Okay. Barracuda. So Barracuda is is not our song. It is our it is our cruise creature. And Barracuda is a fish that most people are familiar with. They they know what they look like. They're a long shiny fish with a big underbite and large sharp pointy teeth and um they kind of hover and make people nervous if they don't know a lot about them because they're very curious fish we've encountered them multiple times yeah quite a bit i see them all the time whenever i scuba dive or snorkel in areas where they live which is most of the world they're mostly worldwide but especially hang out in like coral reef areas they like to hang underneath stuff so there's like a floating dock or something they'll hang out underneath there and they're curious they'll come up they'll check you out but they're a little wary like if you try and get too close to them they're gonna swim away and stuff so they're pretty interesting there's actually quite a few species about 28 recognized species of barracuda so you can't just say barracuda and be talking about one thing uh, there are different species that live in different parts of the world. Great barracuda are the ones that most people think of. They're the big ones. By big, I mean they get up to about five and a half feet or so, which is a big fish. We yep. have we have some at the aquarium that are huge. Yeah. Like, I've never seen I've seen big barracuda in the wild. I've never seen they're like bulky like monstrosities. Big, big barracuda. Now the thing about being a barracuda is that uh, you are kind of a lightning fast predator and you basically will will kind of hover there and then when you see a school of fish you just pew, swim right to it really fast and uh, and and basically just cut through this school of fish and and that's how they get their food in fact i just saw on here their um their speed which is up to 27 miles per hour that's not a sustained speed that's a short pew, burst that's pretty fast it's very fast for a fish yeah and then that's fast for something running 27 miles yeah. per hour but a fish that's super super fast so 
that's what they kind of do. They hang out. They look for their opportunity. Now, uh, a lot of people are afraid of Barracuda. They, they look menacing. They get a bad reputation. They really don't deserve it. They're not going after divers or snorkelers. Some people will say things like, just don't wear shiny stuff. They might make a mistake. I am telling you that it is extraordinarily unlikely that that is going to happen. Not impossible, but it's unlikely if they do make a mistake. It's not, it's not like a shark attack, okay? You're gonna, the worst that's gonna happen is you might need a couple of stitches. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, there was a guy in the Keys who, he's still down there actually, uh, Captain, what's his, Captain Mark, Oh, Captain Slate? Captain Slate, who used to feed them by mouth with a fish and, and he like had a big chunk of his forehead, I think, taken off. But anyway, don't do that, you know, that. That's different. Well, yeah, don't don't feed them. Just look at them. <laughs> That's different. That's a different type of risk assessment when you're doing something like that. But um, but for the on the whole, they're they're harmless. Now, I love seeing barracuda. They have the ability to change their pattern, make it fade away, make their they have kind of these little saddle bars and blotches on them that they will make disappear or show up. Uh, but I've also had the opportunity on occasion to see them do their little lightning fast swim. Before I used to do video, I used to do pictures underwater. And I was watching this barracuda. This was in Coco Cay, Key Cay. And, uh, and I was snorkeling and I had been taking pictures of this barracuda. And like I, I had stopped. I, I wasn't filming. And this barracuda like shot across suddenly. And I missed it. I missed that footage. If, if it would have been if it would have happened now, I would have gotten it because now I video. So I would have been videoing this barracuda, but I didn't. <sighs> I missed it. That would have been cool. I've been I've awesome. never seen them do that. They're always yeah. just uh, chilling. Yeah, yeah. Normally that's what they do. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, like here's so some things that you notice when you work in a place that educates people about like sea creatures, like at an, an aquarium. These are some of the most common things I hear people say. Like they see sharks or barracudas and they're like, why don't they eat all the fish in there? That's like one of the most common questions I ever hear people ask about that. They see a big shark or they see a barracuda. Why isn't he eating all of those other fish? Because they've seen too many movies and news stories and they think that these things just go around eating all the time. They don't. They have slow metabolisms. They don't eat that often. And, uh, and they're just like you and me. If, if they can have somebody else make their food and hand deliver it to them, they're going to opt for that. They're not going to go out and, you know, try and grab it themselves and, and stuff. So that's why they don't do that. If you see them out in the wild, 90% of the time, they're not actually feeding. They're just being a fish. They're just, they're just living their best life, man. And that has nothing to do with eating their, all the other fish. They're just swimming, breathing, looking for opposite you know males looking for females and whatever make little baby barracudas baby i knew it was gonna start <laughs> but they are a fish that i always get excited when i see it because when i was a kid i read all the books of lies that that made barracudas sound like they were these horrible dangerous predators that they're not and so that did kind of give me that sort of dinosaur you know kind of creature feel to them where they're these scary monsters. I know better than that and I appreciate them more because of that, but uh, it's still kind of cool 
you know, you see one, it's like, cool, like it's, you know, barracuda. If you, if you see them during the day, they're usually swimming up high. Mm-hmm. Um, if you see them at night, they mm-hmm. will, they'll go to sleep. So they'll find like a little cove in the coral or, or wherever they're at, and they'll just kind of chill, and you'll see them down being very inactive. You can sneak up on them then, and then they may not swim away as quickly, unless you like shine a light in their face, and then they're going to be like, go away, man. Maybe that was a barracuda voice. Oh man, go away, man! I'm just trying to sleep here. You come down here with your big bubble maker, making all kinds of noise, shining lights in my eyes. It's very rude. I don't come to your house and do that. I can see that being a barracuda voice. You can see that being a yeah. barracuda. That's just my generic fish voice from now on. Huh? Well, not all fish sound like that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they do. No, they Whatever. don't. Whatever. Whatever. That is going to wrap it up, though. That's the end of our podcast. It's the end? It's the end. All right. Well, in that case, let's head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Thanks for coming back after the... Uh, we don't have to look at the camera anymore. Oh, good. Because this part is just audio. That's right. I mean, you could be watching it on YouTube. You'll still hear us talking right now, but there will not be us talking right now. Right, because we, be an image. it's a logo. A logo, yeah. But here, here is our, here's our secret fun information after the music. We booked a cruise yesterday. We did. And it's on the Scarlet Lady. Yes. For November... Of 2021. Yeah. So hopefully that cruise will happen. We have the one booked in September. We're getting less confident that one's going to happen, but we're still hopeful. But November is after the cruise thing from the CDC is possibly, it's, it will expire unless they, you know, add another one on. So we may be one of the first people that gets to sail on Virgin Voyages as a, what do they call a sailor? As a sailor. Hey, sailor. <laughs> hey, sailor. That's what I'm going to say the whole time. Hey, sailor. And they have a drag show, so that'll be oh, yeah. that'll be fun. That's I can't right. wait for that. That's a show I will go to as a drag show. Yeah, me too. Hey, sailor. Okay.